Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And he takes the snap. Back to throw. Under pressure. Avoids the rush. And he's got a when New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Okay, joining me right now on The Fan is Mike Sando. Senior writer covering the NFL for The Athletic. Last week, his book came out. I wanted to have him on last week, but we had some miscommunication. It's all good. I brought him back this week. The Football 100 is out in stores, so we'll start there. But welcome in, Mike. Mike, how are you doing tonight? Hey, it's good. You're very charitable. It was I botched it last week, just so everybody knows. I was the responsible <laughs> party, but we're back, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you had me on. Yeah, of course. So I was reading up. On your book, and shout out to Sammy for uh, reaching out to you again. I, you know, I happen to have a five-hour show. I was like, let's see if we can run that back. I mean, it's football season. Uh, I'm not really into that much of the baseball going on. We have to talk about it. The basketball is what it is. It's just getting started. Uh, yeah. But, you know, your book, The Football 100, with the uh, top 100 players putting together this list, can you tell us a little bit about what you and Dan Pompey did, um, the idea you had? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk through that for a little bit. Just so everybody knows, Tom Brady is at the top, but it wasn't that way when we started. We started this project two, three years ago, and it really was first, it was a uh, concept at The Athletic and The Athletic app at theathletic.com where uh, a panel of us, it was me, Dan Pompey, Ed Bouchette, who covered the NFL for 40 years, mostly the Steelers, a few others kind of voted on this list, and we wrote stories in The Athletic about each one, kind of unveiled it. Then, you know, time went by and they approached us at the Athletics and said, Hey, and HarperCollins, do you want to adapt this for a book? Well, of course we did. But Dan Pompey and I kind of went back and tweaked the list a little bit more to our liking, made some updates. There were some things that changed. We decided to account for Patrick Mahomes on it. He'd won another Super Bowl and maybe been to another one. We felt like, okay, you know, he probably needs to be on there, but what do you do with somebody whose career is in progress and he's still relatively early in it? So, you know, there was some tweaking like that. And uh, and Tom Brady, I mentioned him, he moved from two to one in the interim because he picked up another Super Bowl with Tampa, and that was kind of helpful to go, you know, away from Belichick. There was always a little bit of a debate. How much was Belichick? How much was Brady? 
and for him to go to Tampa that first year and win it all with a team that hadn't done anything for a long time, that sort of Dan Pompey and I kind of looked at each other. All right, let's let's move Brady into the top spot. So we feel like there's probably 150 people you could have in the top 100. Mm-hmm. Uh, felt bad about leaving some off. We think there's certainly a lot of deserving ones, but if there's 50 that had to be in it, we think they're all there. Yeah, I mean, the NFL Network does the top 100 players every year for current active players. In your list, there are five active players. Let's see. Uh, Aaron. Yeah, I think so. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Donald, Julio Jones, Patrick Mahomes, and I think, or maybe maybe there's four. Uh, who, yeah, you said Julio. Uh, I should know this off the top of my head. No, uh, I mean, it's tough. Did we leave somebody off? Uh... And J.J. Watt is out. He just retired. Yeah, J.J. Watt retired. That's right. So J.J. Watt was, when we, when we were conceding this, he was... Uh, he was active. He was so, active. Yeah, so you it know, went I from think, five to four. Yeah. And I think one that, you know, if I was just... If I had to do the whole list over right now, I'd pro- I might find a spot for Travis Kelsey, too. I just... I think his receiving production for that position, and granted the games have evolved, these tight ends are you know much more receivers than they used to be, but man, his receiving numbers hold up with wide receiver numbers. Yeah. And you know somebody as great as Tony Gonzalez was, his don't hold up as well against wide receivers. Again, games change, but still, I think you can make a great case for him being an active player on there. Sure. And I mean, just looking at the list in front of me, you've got Tony Gonzalez at 81, Kellen Winslow at 82, Rob Gronkowski at 47, and Rob Gronkowski recently had an interview where he was kind of giving the nod to Travis Kelsey saying, uh, you know, that guy, uh, when he was coming up, I was a little worried about him, and now he's, if he keeps going, yeah. you know, he might actually be the GOAT tight end. He might be the, the, the greatest of all time at the position. If he wins another Super Bowl, uh, if he stays healthy this year, maybe. May oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Gronkowski's a different type of tight end because he was such a physical blocker. I think if I had to have one guy for uh, one season, you know, or just uh, a, a, a whole playoffs, I mean, shoot, you, it might be Gronkowski, just depending on what type of offense you were running. I think Gronkowski could really, uh, really do it all where, you know, maybe Kelsey's a, a little bit better of just a pure receiver. Yeah, in, in his prime, I mean, I still think Gronk. Is the best. Yeah. I mean, even I mean, even late when he joined uh, Brady, he still had it in him a little bit. So obviously, this is New York Radio's WFAN, mostly Jets and Giants fans listening. At number four is Lawrence Taylor. That's the highest ranked Giants player, and then the highest ranked Jets player at twenty one only played four plays for the Jets, but that's Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, I mean Lawrence Taylor. You could make a case, uh, you know. I'd say shouldn't be any lower than he is, put it that way. We did Tom Brady, Jim Brown, Jerry Rice. I don't think anyone's, you know, you know, complaining too much about that. But Lawrence Taylor goes on ahead of Reggie White as a top defensive player. Uh, I think that's really fair. I think he was amazing. It's You know what's great about Lawrence Taylor, too, is it's been a long time since he played relatively, kind of in the lives of uh, people today, you know, younger people. But I feel like he's held up in the lore. You know, I think people don't fight that to have him that high. So, as it should be, he was amazing. Yeah, and I mean, Aaron Rodgers, we're hoping Aaron Rodgers comes back this season, but uh, I don't think it's actually going to happen. I mean, if if he can actually bring the Jets to the playoffs, uh, if not this yeah. year, next year, 
then that just, you know, that raises him up even more. That that adds to his legend even more. He's not done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, you know, fingers crossed on that. At his age with a major injury, uh, you know, you never know. But I think he's good enough that you're willing to wait, right? Uh, think of the two situations. Kirk Cousins is injured with similar injury at Minnesota. They, they're not going to just wait for, you know, <laughs> and have a spot for him necessarily. Aaron Rodgers, yes, you wait for him because the upside is so high. Yeah, Kirk is probably done in Minnesota. And let's let's talk current football now that we're there, talking about Aaron Rodgers' injury, talking about Kirk Cousins' injury. I was just speaking on the amount of backup quarterbacks we've already seen, the amount of third-string quarterbacks we've already seen. I think they're going to set the record this year for different quarterbacks getting to start or enter the game in the NFL. Uh, they used to say if you if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. Now you need two quarterbacks or you're in trouble. What do you say to that? And what do you think about the NFL as far as uh, you know setting the record? I don't know the record, but we just had a caller, yeah. James in Arlington, say that 13 different backups played last week. I think they're on pace for it. You know what's amazing about it is uh, it's way easier to play the position now, just physically. You don't get pounded, right? Sure. I mean, the hits that Steve Young and Troy Aikman and those guys getting you know teed off on, that doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, absolutely. The the hardest hits now are not even hits compared to the way that they used to be. And that's one area aspect of the game that is easier, you know, now for the players. So you wouldn't think that uh, you'd be having cycling through uh, this many quarterbacks. I also think that, you know, we've seen over the last six, seven, eight years, we've seen about 10 guys go out of the league that were every week starters. You know, Philip Rivers, Matt Ryan, Tom Brady. Uh, you know, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, uh, you could just, there's four or five beyond that that I don't even have off the top of my head that were just guys who started 16, 17 games every year. Uh, you, you know, you loved some of them, you didn't like some of the other ones, but they were there. I think we're in a little bit more of a transition phase now. Uh, I did this, I did a column early in the year. The average age of week one starters this year was the youngest since 1957. So what that means is there's a lot of unestablished players, right? Maybe they haven't shown that they know how to protect themselves or be able to get their bodies right to play every week. Maybe they get benched, <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, those those are some reasons, too. I think we're, we're kind of in between an era of where 10 of the quarterbacks or 15 of them are just the same every year. Now you take away maybe even a Kirk Cousins. I mean, there's not that many guys left that you can just pencil in, especially if a Russell Wilson goes by the wayside. Uh, you know, we haven't seen Deshaun Watson reestablish himself, right? So there's a lot of there's a lot of change. Keith McPherson on the fan. We're joined by Mike Sando from the Athletic NFL writer. His book is out right now, The Football 100, with the best hundred football players in NFL history. So you know, talking about the different quarterbacks and the shuffling of quarterbacks. I was just speaking to a friend about how right now we are in an era, but it, we're in a between era until the next era of quarterbacks come. Because quarterback play has been down, in my opinion. Offensive offensive production has been down, in my opinion. You know, we were just watching Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, yeah. Drew Brees, Phillip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, Aaron Rodgers for years. We were watching the same quarterbacks on the yep. same team for a decade plus. Now you don't see that. Now you see trades. Now you see different guys getting drafted, and there's supposed to be a good quarterback class coming in next year. And I don't know what I don't know what to attribute it to. Um, the officiating yeah. changing, 
the uh, just you know the the influx of fantasy football and gambling and yeah. you know wanting points and everybody wanting to be able to throw the ball around and put up points. What, what do you think about that, Mike? Yeah, well, I think there was a explosion of offense, you know, two, three, four years ago, and my interpretation of that was yes, there were you know a lot of longtime veteran quarterbacks, but I also think that you know defenses were still kind of having the mentality of, hey, no matter what, our top priority is to stop the run on first and second down. That, that's been like an adage in football for 100 years, right? Mm-hmm. And I think there was a period of two, three, four years ago where uh, the offenses took advantage of that. It was kind of like, uh, you know, hey, oh, so you guys are going to want to stop the run? Well, guess what? We're just going to pass on early downs. And I think these teams were really racking up the points by taking advantage of that. And what's happened since then is, I think defenses have gotten a little wiser and said, okay, you know, we're going to play the pass primarily here. And at the same time, then the answer to that by the offenses has been to emphasize the pass even more. The shotgun percentage has gone up another 5% or so in in the last year or two. And so it's a, you know, it's a, it's a give and take sort of thing. So then you, you take away all of those quarterbacks we're talking about. Right. And it feels like the defenses have a little bit of the upper hand again. Yeah, so much has changed. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I mean, when I was growing up, the running back was everything. I I was a Cowboys fan partly because Emmitt Smith. You could count on Emmitt Smith rushing for 100 yards and a couple touchdowns. Every single game, the all-time leading rusher. Now these guys are fighting for their money. They're not getting, getting paid. They're getting franchise tagged. The the game has evolved a lot. And uh, you know, here in New York, we we talk a ton about Zach Wilson and Daniel Jones. And uh, there's actually a drop right now that is, is playing on WFAN where Geo says the best quarterback we've seen in New York in the last seven years is Mike White. I just think it's it's crazy, <laughs> but it's it's true to find a franchise guy that's going to stay there right now. It is hard to do. The game is evolving. And I hate when people try to point to, you know, oh, uh, Zach Wilson can get it done. Trent Dilfer did it. Or Rex Grossman went to a Super Bowl. Or try and point to yeah. these quarterbacks that did it back then. I'm like, the game is completely different now. If you don't have a Patrick Mahomes or a Jalen Hurts who just met in the Super Bowl, your chances are, are very slim to actually get to the top of the mountain. Yeah, I think you can still be a playoff team and be really good if you have a great defense. Having an all-time great defense will keep you in the games. But you're right, I think at the end when you get into the playoffs and get further in the playoffs, you know, you're know you going to come against some quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, who's going to solve your defense and force you to score some points. So it was hard to do that even back then. You know, uh, 
you talk about, yeah, the, the 2000 Ravens. I mean, uh, it was a different era, but that, that's, it was, it wasn't like they've stacked three Super Bowls together. They, they did it in a one-off. And I think there's still possibly some year, you know, an avenue to break through for a team that was primarily defensive, but it's just not going to be enough, um, on its own, you know, 90% of the time. You, you need a guy. Even if we, we go back, uh, Joe Burrow and Matthew Stafford. The Rams specifically went to get Stafford in a trade. The Bengals drafted Burrow number one. You you need that guy. If you plan on winning a Super Bowl, you need that guy, like you said, to solve that defense, to make those plays on third down, to make the throws, or to run for a first down. And uh, this, this game is so geared around protecting the quarterbacks. Another thing I want to talk to you about is the officiating. You know, I, I watched the game. I mean, I played quarterback, right? And of course, I wanted to be protected playing quarterback in high school and college. But you know, I played it. I played in the early two thousands. It was just a rougher game. You had to be tough, even as a quarterback. The coaches wanted you to prove that you were tough. In the NFL now, you can't touch these guys, and I, it's 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 not standard, right? So, for example, I keep talking about how Christian Wilkins on Sunday Night Football had a little two hand touch push of Jalen Hurts after a screen was snuffed out by the Dolphins' defense, and they call roughing the passer, and I almost lost it. I'm like, that's not even a drop back. That's a screen. And the guy, what do you expect him to do? He can't just, what is he supposed to, dive into the grass and not touch the guy? To stop his own forward motion, he pushed him a little bit. So what? But then at the same time, I'm watching my guy Kenny Pickett, who went to my high school, who did say he's going to play Thursday, folks. He said he's for sure playing. I'm watching Uh him get pile-driven into the turf, Against the Jaguars over the no weekend, call. and no no pass interference call, or no roughing the passer, or no call. Yeah, yeah no roughing yeah. the passer call. Yeah, I know. Well, the inconsistency officiating is a tale as old as time. I mean, you can go back to I've done this before. I, you know, you can read at the time like newspaper stories from the seventies. Officiating crisis. It's never been worse. And then the eighties, the same thing. The nineties, the same thing. The two thousands, the replacement thing. refs. Yeah. Everyone always thinks officiating's never been worse, but the the reality is, is there's always been an inconsistent component to it. You've got different crews, uh, you know, seeing things different ways in real time, real fast, and yeah, you're going to get a a range of different interpretations. Just like with the players, you get a range of different performances, right? From week to week, it looks totally different. Again, this is Mike Sando with me from the Athletic and NFL Football Mind. I'm glad he's able to join us this week because I like talking football with guys that I think know football. So the last thing, you know, the NFL this year, their whole tagline is, you know, you can't make this stuff up, all based off of Arian Foster going on a podcast saying, oh, yeah, the NFL is scripted. They give us a script. You know, we knew who was going to lose and if we were going to lose and who was going to score the win. Obviously, Aaron Foster is on uh, ayahuasca like Aaron Rodgers. You can't make this stuff up. But, man, like this year, I feel like, like I'm done betting. I, I deleted the app. I'm taking this week off. You can't call it. I can't hit parlays. Teams oh, that you man. think are going to just definitely win. It doesn't happen, and I think that's good for the sport. There's definitely parity. I think that the viewership is up. Every week I'm seeing, oh, this was the most watched game, or this game, the 49ers-Bengals game was the most watched game. The Jets, people are watching the Jets more than ever. <laughs> These Jets games are the most watched games. Uh, what do you think about the state of the NFL as far as fans watching and the parity yeah. of the game itself? Yeah, there's no, there's nothing like it. I mean, it is the king of sports. And it's funny, you know, just when you think you've got it figured out, the 49ers lose three in a row, right? So I'll give you an example. 
I do a podcast every week with Randy Mueller, former GM, football GM podcast at The Athletic. And uh, two weeks ago, you know, we, we'd hit our picks against the spread. We were riding high. So I doubled down this last week. I picked four games against the spread. I missed them all. I mean, every <laughs> single one of them. Like, he has 0 for 4 against the spread. And it's like, like how? How did this happen? Going into the week, I thought I had it. I thought I had it, you know? And so it's just, you don't have it. <laughs> Injuries, and somebody just has a great game, and there's always someone that you don't expect who goes off for two touchdowns, or someone on the defense wreaks havoc, and you, you can't make it up. It's not scripted. It's any given Sunday. It truly is an any given Sunday league. Yeah, it is. It's fun. Keeps us coming back. Hey, make sure you guys look up the Football 100, Mike Sando's book with the top 100 football players in NFL history. Mike, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thanks. It was my pleasure. 877-337-6666. Let's get back to the show. Call me up. Uh, we'll reset a little bit when we come back from break. Obviously, you know we're talking football, Jets, Giants. Daniel Jones is coming back. Zach Wilson is Zach Wilson. And the trade deadline passed today. Um, the Giants season is over. But the Jets season is alive. It just doesn't seem like they're trying to add to it. In my opinion, I think they're just like, eh, if we make it, we make it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 